Gemara, Yibamot Dafyut Gimal. Our Masechet is being studied for Ashrema, Shimon ben Simcha, Enna Refanalo, Betoch Sharhola Amo Israel, Amen. And now we go to the Amud Rishon, and we are one, two, three, four, five lines down, and we're going back to a quote from our Mishnah. What it say in the Mishnah and Dafbet? Ketzad Potrot. We gave Hamesh Yisrael Arayot in the Mishnah. And we said that the Irva is going to poter the Tzara from Chalitza and Yibum. For example, we said, if let's say one of the Arayot, one of the girls that was falling, one of the wives was the Bito, was his, uh, was his daughter. And the, uh, you have the, 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 the guy was married, the Uven was married uh, to another wife as well. And now he dies, and now the daughter and the tzara falls to Shimon, the brother. However, it's the daughter of Shimon. So just like he doesn't make Yibum or Halitza with the Irva, so we learn from Pesukim that the tzara also is exempt, it's called Sarat Irva, is exempt from any process. So the Gibbara came along and said, So how do we know this? We saw this really already. How do you know Tzarat Irva is going to be Petura? Um, and, th- and then the Mishnah said, then the Mishnah said that if that Sarah went and married another one of the brothers, and that brother had a wife, and then he died, so not only is the Sarah that was originally asurat to him remain forbidden to him, but the Sarah of his brother is also going to be asura. So now you have Irva is oseret Sarah, and this Sarah is oseret. Another tzara. So that's called sarot, sarot to him. So the Gemara is asking, what's the mekor that sarat erva is uh, poteret, also the next tzara? Mina nemile amar vihuda, te amar kra litzror. In the pasuk over there, when it says litzror, the Torah de beta sarot harbe. Litzror, that's like a double language. And therefore it's coming to say many tzarot will be asurot. Ravashi Amar, no, you don't need a pasuk. Sevarahi, tsara maitama asira, de mimkom erva kaima. That she's bimkom erva. And once she's bimkom erva, she returns to become what? Eshet ah. And once she becomes eshet ah, eshet ah without ibum is uh, asura. So therefore she's already, uh, it, it's, 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 it, we consider her as eshet ah, she yeshlo banim. And therefore, the tzara is going to be asura. So she becomes also like an erva. So therefore, once she becomes like an erva, so now when she goes with the next tzara, so the next tzara becomes a tzarat erva as well. So it just keeps on, keeps on going. Which means she's also in a situation of bimkom erva because the tzara was asura originally because she was considered. Uh, with an erva, and therefore she became asura, so therefore she takes on the same status as the erva. So when she goes with the next sara, it's going to have the same, the same effect. She's considered an erva now. She's a sarat erva. She considered eshet ah. She's considered eshet ah. She eshlo bani. So therefore, once she, you couldn't do yibum, bediuk. Why can't you make yibum? Because she goes back to becoming eshet ah. She eshlo bani, and eshet ah she eshlo bani. There's no yibum. That's considered an erva. So then, once she goes with the next one, so therefore she's going to infect the next one. That's she. Uh, we have that she. Okay, that's what they say over there. Now we go further to Botai. So that's the Sevara of Ravashi Savar. She ain't sorry, we'll come you had the fort Sarata Sarah. 
שכאשר נפלה צרה לפני היבם בפעם ראשונה, נפטרה מיבום, נאסרה על היבום באיסור ערווה של אשת אח. So therefore she becomes Eshet Ah again. So the one she's Eshet Ah, then she goes to the next one. So you have Eshet Ah or Etzara. So it's the same thing. It's an Erva or Etzara again. So therefore it just keeps on moving. Ketzah. Now we get to the Mishnah. Im metuhem. We said if the 15 Arayot died before the husband died. So therefore now when the husband dies, all he has is a co-wife. That co-wife is not an Erva to the Yabam. So therefore Tzarotehem will be permissible. Right? So that was the case that we said. Now the Gemara says, And even in a case where Kanas Ulbesov Giresh, and even in a case where he first married the second wife, and then Giresh the Irva. Okay, we're giving a case like that, where again he took, married the second wife, and then he divorced the Irva. And we'll see why that's such a, such a Hadush. But even in that case over there, which is, he was married to the Erva first, he made the uh, married to the Tzara, and after he took the Tzara, he divorced his first wife. And we're still saying in that and case then, over then he, there, that he, he died. And we're still saying over there that the Tzara is permissible to the, to the brother. We'll see why is that such a, you know, revelation. What do you mean? I'll show you what, we have a contradiction. We have a Mishnah later on in the third period, Nafla Amit Shilosha Achim, Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Shenayim mehem nisuim shte achayot. Reuven and Shimon are married to two sisters. Vechad nasui nochrit. And one of them, Levi, is married to a regular girl, not related to anybody. Giresh echad mebal achayot. Let's say Shimon divorced his wife. Ishto. And then what? Umet hanasui nochrit. And now what happened? Levi died without any children. And now what happens, Levi's uh, wife, who's the Nukhrit, she's going to fall to the, to the other brothers. And who buried her, who took her? The Megadesh, Shimon. Shimon, who divorced one of the sisters, took now the Nukhrit. Umet, and now what? He died without children. So now the Nukhrit is going to fall to Reuven, who's still married to one of the sisters. Zohi she'amru. That's the case that we said in the first Mishnah, she'imetu onidgarishu mutarot. That's the classic case that we said, imetu onidgarishu. Shimon already got divorced to that uh, sister, so therefore she's not involved in the uh, in the process over here. And now what? And now when Levi died, uh, 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 that nochrit over there is not going to be a, a, a problem because already the, the two sisters are not there. So therefore the Mishnah gave us this case of it that Shimon was Megaresh, his wife, which is the sister of Reuven's wife, <clears throat> before he married the Nukrit. Before he married the Nukrit. Got the case? Yeah. Yeah. For some reason the Mishnah is giving to very specifically that Shimon first divorced his wife. She was the problem because she was the sister. So the Erva got out of the way. And then when Levi died, he took the Nukrit. And now when he died, there's no problem for the Uven to take the Nukrit because the sister is out of the way. And it sounds like she was out of the way before he married the uh, Levi's wife, before the Nukrit. So Dafka in that case. We're, giving, we're, we're framing it in such a case. Because of this case where the Erva was out of the way first before Shimon was even married to the Nukrit, that's why the Nukrit can fall to Levi without any problem. So the Gemara makes this to you. Ta'ama digiresh ve'arka kanas. It's only because of that. 
Because Kiresh, I got Kanas. Aval, Kanas. But if he would have had the Nochrit at the same time that he was married to the uh, the wife's sister of Reuven, Vehalka Kiresh, lo. The Gemara says, why? I'm going to explain why. Why is explain why? Amar the Gemara says, yeah, you have a problem with it because we have a stira now in the two brightos. In the first brighta says, and now you're telling me over here from a from a brighta, uh, from a mishnah actually that's much from the other way. So the Gemara says, you're right, Tabara. So it's broken over here. We have a contradiction. You have to say that the, the rabbi that learned the, the, the Mishnah obviously does not hold like the rabbi that holds like the, the Mishnah. So it's a mahlokit. Now, what's the mahlokit of it based on? So Gabriel is going to say a beautiful sevara. When we talk about yibum, right? So, that, so we're saying that the girl falls. At what time do you lock in the falling? We always thought simply the time of death. Okay, if you learn at the time of death, then we have no problem. I don't care when he marries. If he marries the Isud, and then he marries the, the Tzara, and he's married to both of them, and then he gets rid of the Isud one. What do I care? Nothing happened yet. Point is, when he dies, that's when everything's activated. And Mishat Mita, there's only a Tzara there, and there was no problem to go to uh, Levi. But if you hold that the Nifilah is locked in at the marriage, oh, now that's a problem, because since it's locked into the marriage, since he was married to the sister of Reuven at the time uh, of the Nukhrit, that's it, it's locked in at that point over there. And therefore, therefore, since they were married at the same time, the Isud is created at that, at that moment. Even though later on he divorces her, doesn't matter. At That's why you have to say that the case is talking about where he married the sister, divorced her, and then took the tzara. So there was never a time that they were together. And the Gemara is going to speak this out. Ay, Tana Savar. The Tana of the Mishnah will hold mitama pelet. So if you hold mitama pelet, it's the mitah that causes the, causes the falling of the boom. So what do I care when he gets divorced? Bottom line, at the time of mitah, there was only one wife there. She was not an erva. And uh, let her uh, make boom. Ay, Tana of the Bright. Or the Mishnah pelet, she says, Nisuin arishuin mapilim. So if you're nisuin, nishunim, mapinim, it's a time of nisuin. And since they were both married, so there was an erva and a tzara married at the same time. Finish. It's locked in Bisud. I would be got rid of her eventually. Too late. Since they were together, you have an erva and a tzara together. Therefore, Ruben is not going to be able to, to marry. That's one way of learning. And therefore, it comes out of the Zadina Mahloket on this uh, say. Rabbi says, no. Le'olam had tanahu. Don't say it's tabara. <coughs> we can say that the Tana of Al Mishnah and the Tana in the third Perek is the same Tana. And they're both agreeing, really. So, what is that? But they're saying different things. So, he's saying, The Mishnah is saying, Zu. The first case of the Mishnah, which is the Hidush, which is the bigger Hidush. And then the second Mishnah is saying, and goes without saying the second Hidush, which means. <laughs> the first Mishnah is coming along to say that even if they were both married, it's going to be okay. And the Hadush of the second is saying, and it goes without saying that if they weren't married together. He holds both things. He just said the bigger Hadush first, and then the lesser Hadush second. 
<coughs> but he holds in both cases, it will not be a case of Sarat Irva. Because bottom line, the Sarat was not there at the time of Mita. Really, Mita is the Gorem. So if you're telling me in the first Mishnah that even if they were married at the same time, what do you have to tell me if they were not married? You're right. It's Zuv and Sadiq Lamazu. And the second Mishnah is, is obvious. Exactly. There's no Irva at the time of death. And that's why there's no Pamat at Sarat. Further, Vechol so now we're going back to the Mishnah. We said any of the Arayot that potentially is able to be Mima'en with the, uh, you know, uh, when she was married, obviously she was here, Toma Ketana. So therefore, and she didn't Mima'en, Sarata Holetzet. And we understand why. Because really that marriage, she's the Erva, but she's not really married. So therefore, she only married the Banan. Since she can make Mi'un, you can't say that there's no Zika over here. Mena Torah, there's a Zika to the Tzara. Which is Minat Torah, this, this, this year Torah doesn't exist. <laughs> She's not here. The only rabbis put her here. So therefore you can't say that this Yabam could walk away without doing anything. <laughs> he has to make a Haditzah to the Tzara. We're not going to let him make a Yibam. Torah. Right, Minat Torah, but the Mishnah said The point is, the point is, it said, Yabam. The Mishnah said, oh yeah, the Mishnah said, Cholet Zevilom Yabam. So now, so the point is, because we don't want him to make Yibu. You could make Yibu in that Torah. We know that. But the rabbi gives it out. It looks like funny over here. It looks like there was, a, there, was a, there was another lady over here. And if you're making Yibu on an Erva, there was an Erva. So gives it out. But the Mishnah said, only Halitza. So understand the case of Bodai? You have a, Rabotai, you have a, the Uven is married to uh, the daughter of Shimon. Okay? She's a Ketana. <clears throat> and he has another wife also. And now the Uven dies. So we say, oh, the daughter falls to Shimon. Yeah, but that daughter was Mi'unable. She could have made Mi'un. And if she, 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 she could have made Mi'un, that will not cons- make a case of Tarat Irva. That al- will allow the Tzara to be legitimate, which she is in Torah, because that marriage of the Irva doesn't exist in the Torah. And therefore, we say, at least let the Shimon make Halitza on uh, the Tzara to break the uh, Zika. So the Gebarah says, wait, what, 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 what are you making a potential in the whole story? You remember we learned yesterday's daf? Let her make Mi'un to Shimon. Let her make Mi'un to Shimon. Didn't we learn yesterday it's possible that by making Mi'un to Shimon, who's the Yabam, retroactively you're undoing the so let, 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 let her, why are you saying if she can't make Yibum to the Uven? She still can make Mi'u to the Uven. Through Shimon. So therefore the Gemara says, Let her make, the, and then what? Then we'll even say she's out of the way. Once she's out of the way, she retroactively was never married to the Uven. Oh, if she's never married to the Uven, then already we should allow Shimon to make Yibum to the Sarah. Understand the question? Devante? So Gebara says, Lema Misayala, from the fact that we're not allowing this, must be a proof to the Boshaya. The Amara Boshaya, Mema'enet le Ma'amaro. Ve'ena Mema'enet le Zikato. She can only make Mi'un if one of the brothers made what's called Ma'amar. Ma'amar is like we learned yesterday, is like a Kedushin, where he locks her in. So he can make a mi'un on a ma'amar, but there's no such thing as a mi'un on a 
zika. This is a zika. He didn't make a ma'amarta. Huh? <coughs> so therefore, since there's no ma'amar over, it's just a zika, and we can make a, 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 a mi'un on a zika. So the Gebra says, no. No, that's not the, uh, the, the, the you, have no, you have no raya. Which means we like to say that a yetuma ketana can be mima'in. Bizikat hayabam. However, tsarat erva shani. When it comes to over here of a tsarat erva, it's different. That even if the yetuma who fell to her father, and is going to make a mi'un. And is going to retroactively. We're still going to say only halitza. We're never going to let yibum. Why? Because it's going to look like tzadat erva. Once she fell, and you got to do something. So it looks like, here, we, 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 we broke a zika, and now you're marrying your brother's sister. We don't let you do that. Once, once you break a zika, the other one, all that is a surah. She comes, she comes back to become ishan. Ah. You broke the zika. You don't, the, the, when you break the zika with one lady, your boom is over. Halitza is over. Now you can't go take the other wife. So then it looks like over here when, when, when she falls and you're making a mi'un, and I, what are you telling the, the, the Shimon? <coughs> go make your boom with the Sarah. After, after I just broke the zika with uh, the first wife? Now, even though you didn't. Even though we retroactively got rid of her and therefore she never existed. But it looks like she fell. You broke it. So I, I broke a zika, which is the normal way you do things. And then what? <laughs> then you can't go take the tzara after that. So it's not going to help you. It's not going to help you. Is it? 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 Is Remember, we said, let's say the Yetoma made me un with the Baal, muteret le'abiv, so that she's permissible to marry her father-in-law. When she was married to her husband, her father-in-law's off. Can't marry her father-in-law. So what does she do? She do. She makes me un to her husband. Never existed. So therefore, the father-in-law was never a father-in-law. So she can marry her father-in-law. However, if, let's say, the husband died, and now she fell, and when she fell to Yibum, she made Mi'un at that point, which is also doing the same thing, it's retroactively undoing it, she's assumed to go to her father-in-law at that point. Why? Because there it looks like the marriage was a marriage, and now she fell to Yibum, and you broke the Zikah, now you cannot marry your father-in-law, because it happened after. So it all depends when they broke it. If she broke it before she fell... No problem. But if she broke it after, too late. It looks like she's a Yebama, and she's making a Mi'un to break a Zika, and that sounds like a regular case. So then we're not going to let her marry off. So similarly, and that's what we're comparing. The Yabam here, not the father-in-law. No, the regular guy. The regular guy. The point is, once she made Mi'un, she, she didn't retroactively break that marriage. So she should be permissible to take her father-in-law. She can't. Why? Because already she fell to Yibum, and therefore, that means the original marriage was there. And now you're breaking it. So therefore, it looks like a, it looks like a normal case of yibum, even though it's not. And therefore, the rabbis made a gizah. Similarly, alma mishat nefila kalato. Similarly, at the time of nefila, now she looks like this case looks like her daughter-in-law. 
Well, because that's why she's a Sudan. That's why, uh, uh, even, even though technically you were okay with Mafreya, so to in the case of it where the daughter fell, when she falls and she makes a mi'un, she looks like Tzarat Bito, and therefore the Tzarat is going to be a Sudan. She's not an Erevan, is she? No, but didn't Rabbi Yochanan say it doesn't matter? No, this is a regular case where she was married, and then what? She made mi'un. If she made mi'un and she was still married, she could marry her father-in-law. If, 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 her, if, the, if her husband died, now she falls to Yibum to the husband's brother, whoever it is. Not Eva. It's them. So now she wants to make mi'un at that point. She can make mi'un at that point. She wants to make mi'un. Why? To undo the original marriage. And that will make her permissible technically to her father-in-law. Kamash no. Because once already she goes through a process of breaking a zika, which looks like some, some connection. I mean, she was married. So what she was married, therefore we don't let you go to the father-in-law. Similarly with the case of the daughter. If it's happening after she died, that she's making the mi'un to her father, too late, we're not going to allow the tzara, for you boom at least. We'll make the tzara, halitza like the mishnah. Okay, about time, matniti. Shesh arayot hamurot me'elum. We gave 15 in the mishnah rishonah. Now we're saying, six of the arayot um, that we mentioned, are more strict in than uh, <clears throat> than the fifteen. And what's the uh, what's the strictness? The strictness is it's a strictness that really comes to a leniency. The strictness is in all the cases that we had in Amishnah, not all the cases, but many of the cases we had in the Mishnah, the wife was a suit to one of the brothers, but it was permissible to the other brother. Right? The, the mother in law. Mother was not a suit to all the brothers. Mother was only a suit to Shimon, but it's mutat to everybody else. And that's why we had the, the issues over here. But there's six of them that are suit to all the brothers. Like a mother. A mother is a, you know, Van can't marry his mother, but she won't can? No. It's a surah to all. And the Gemara tells us that those six are going to be a surah to Mepneh, which means they cannot marry any of the brothers. They can only marry outside others. And therefore, we're going to have the question, so let's say now you have a stranger that's married to an erva, to all these brothers, the mother, and you have a, 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 he has another wife. So now over here, he's a stranger, let's do it, yibum. And now let's say um, the, the guy dies, no yibum over here. Well, the guy gets divorced to, to, to the mother. So and now we're not going to say that the tzara becomes a tzarat erva. When do we say tzarat erva? Only in the context of yibum. Where you had a case of an eshet ah, and she was in erva. So we say she doesn't fall because of the erva, and therefore she also let's throw whatever she also said the tzara. Because why? She, that's a case where the erva, this, this, this erva is a surah to, to this brother, but it's mutar to a different brother, and therefore to the brother that she falls to, or the, the one that's forbidden in Yibum. So we say it's forbidden to the erva, and it's forbidden to the tzara. But in the case where the erva is a surah across the board, there's no mitzvah yibum. There's no mitzvah yibum because she's, she's married to a nukhri. So therefore, the tzara doesn't become a surah. Once we get the erva out of the way, or divorce or whatever it is, so therefore the tzara is mutar. That's what the Mishnah is really saying. And who are these? Tzarotei uh, mutarot. Tzarotei mutarot. You want to read that in Nashi, by the way? Shesh adayot. Yesh adayot me'elu. Umahu chomesh lahen. It's a chumrah, it's a kulah. It's a chumrah that the ervaz asura to all the brothers, but the kulah that comes out of it is, is that the tzara will be mutar as a result. Umahu chomesh lahen, shenesuot la'acherim. Right, shenesuot la'acherim. 
ואינן יכולים להנשא לאחיו מאביו. ואם מתו בעליהן שהן נוכריות אצל זה, שרותיהן מותרות להנשא לזה. אוקיי, So we have these six cases. Again, now that she will give us one, one case at a time. Let's start with Imo. Okay, now, obviously, you cannot get married to any of, the, uh, of these uh, brothers over here. It's his mother. Mother, obviously, from, 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 from the same father. Now, we said Eshet Ha'ab already. So what are we giving two cases? We gave Imo or Eshet Ha'ab. So Rashi will say, which is the wife's father. Not necessarily the mother, but the wife's father. Achot Abib is the wife's sister. All the brothers are forbidden to the aunt. Father's Achot Abib. Ant, ant. Yeah. Continue. What's the That has children, there's no Yibum. Right? So therefore, Reuven, Reuven's married, and he has kids. So finish, his wife is Asura to all the brothers. If he dies, she's Asura, because it's Eshet Ach, she's Lobanim. That's another one of the cases where she's Asura across the board. No, in, in, yeah, in, the case, in the case of Yibum, they'll be forbidden the Tzarot. But we're talking about over here, she where this, she remarried to somebody else. She, she was Eshet Ach, she's Lobanim. Okay, Reuven died. Okay, good luck. And now what? This Eshet Ah, she cannot marry any of the brothers. She can get married to somebody else. She married uh, Hanok, Jiddi. She married whatever the guy's name is. Nochri will call him. So she married uh, Hanok. And Hanok had uh, uh, Tzara. Okay? And now what happened? He divorced the... Uh, 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 he died. So now we're not going to say that the Tzara is Asura to the brothers. Because, oh, there was an Erva over there. There was an Erva there. That she was Asura. But the ervad that we said is or said is only in the context of when they felt the yibum. But since nobody felt the yibum of it, shalom and kometzva. So therefore, once Hanok dies, she remains ervad to the brothers, of course. But the tzara does not get infected by it. That's basically the rule of Amishnah. So it's a humrah. That's a kula. The humrah of these six basically says she's forbidden to all the six brothers, and therefore, when or all I'm sorry, six brothers, all the brothers. And therefore, it's not going to say that Sarah is a result. She doesn't create a diuk. She doesn't create a Sarat Erva. That's Loki. Good. They married somebody else and they had Sarot. That's the cloud. I have to underline that. 
ליבום, זה הכלל, עם ארבע. שכיוון. שפתרה, כתוב בסירת ערווה. עמדה עולמית באיסור בית שמאי מטילים צרות לאחים ובתל אוסרים. That which we said that there's a concept called Sarat Erva is only Alibad de Bet Hillel. Which means, back to the Mishnah Dav Bet. Right. Back, back, the whole, the whole so we said, just like the Erva, there's no Yibum and Halitza, the Tzarot also, except that was the first Mishnah. Now we're learning that's only Aliba de Betilel. But Bet Shammai over here says, Sarot Mutarot. And we saw this earlier, by the way. If you remember, when the Gemara asked, Oh, the Mishnah is not discussing cases of Mahloket? This is a Mahloket, Bet Shammai Betilel. And we said, Bet Shammai Betilel in our Mishnah. But here, here's where you see that indeed Bet Shammai was lenient. This is a case of one of the leniencies. Right, not too many of them in shots, but this is one of the cases of the leniencies that Bet Shammai allowed. Now, here you're going to have a, a, big, uh, a big issue over here. The issue over here is that now you have two rabbis, and one rabbi called Betelel is going to come along and say that if you marry this tzara, this is Eshet Ah, and Eshet Ah, if you marry and have a child, the child is called a Mamzer. And Bet Shammai is going to come along and say, I hold it's not. So you have a machloket on mamzerim. And now you're living in one community. And you have one rabbi on one block that's allowing all these cases to happen. You have another rabbi down the block that's saying mamzerim. And now what? They should make a takana. Listen, we cannot marry, this community cannot marry into that community because we have different standards. That's, that's really the problem over here. Then Yamarak comes along and says... Haltsu, now continue. Haltsu, which means, let's say the tsarot of the irva fell to Yibum, and they made halitza. Because this girl, the tsara, that you made halitza to, was a legitimate halitza, because she says she fell. And therefore, if she's a legitimate halitza, she becomes a surah to kohanim, let's say, because she's like a divorcee. Betelel says, what did you make Halitza for? <laughs> you didn't have to make Halitza on the Tzara. The Tzara was a Tzarat Erva. And then the Halitza is a charade. You did nothing. And it doesn't even smell like anything. And therefore, you don't have to worry about Asura Lekahuna. Vice versa. Nityabemu Bet Shammai Makshirin or Betelel Postim. Now let's say you made Yibu, which means on the Tzara. Well, according to Bet Shemai, it's a beautiful uh, mitzvah you did. And therefore, if you made Yibum on the Sarah, and then what, uh, the guy died, she's not forbidden to a Kohen. She didn't do any forbidden relationship. But according to Bet if they made Yibum on the Sarah, it makes her a Zona. Because she went with some that's Asura to her, and therefore Zona's Asura to a Kohen. No, you've got it. I'm talking about now. I'm talking about, I'm not talking about punishment. I'm talking about now how legitimacy to a Kohen. So, if you made Halitza Aliba de Betelel, since you didn't need to make a Halitza, she's muteret to the Kohen. But if you made Yibum, since the Yibum was forbidden, she's having a relationship with the Yisrael that's Asura to her, and therefore that makes her a 
זונה. זונה זה אסור לכהן. כמו איזה כהן בבית שמאי, אדרבה, שזה שדקת, לא למה יהיה כהן, לא לכהן גדול, אבל לכהן. אולייט. הגבולה סז, ואף על פי שאלו אוסרים ואלו מתירים, ואלו פוסלים ואלו מכשירים, לא נמנעו בית שמאי מליסן נשים מבית הלב, ולא בית הלב מבית שמאי. אוקיי? זה נייס, נייס, אגן, פילס גוד, פילס גוד, פילס גוד. אגן, 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 This family is not good for you, oh, therefore don't take it. They can't practice. And they trust the Bichamai to tell Bichamai, listen, she does game, you can't take this girl. So therefore, that was the beauty of it. That they trust oh, each other, they're not going to machil, you know, sometimes, do it. No, no, no. They, uh, you know, they weren't uh, uh, as such. Connection to the Lefnei, they're... Yes, exactly. We don't know. We don't know. ממזרים,ממזרים,ממזרים,ממזרים,ממזרים,ממזרים,ממזרים,ממזרים,ממזרים,ממזרים,ממזרים,ממזרים,ממזרים,ממזרים,ממזרים,ממזרים,ממזר
It just say that when you went, the guy was nice enough to tell you, listen, this she could eat, this she can't eat. It's okay, thank you, I appreciate, I appreciate the heads up. As opposed to him saying, and they, uh, trusted, they trusted him. Yeah, that's and they trusted him. And as, and opposed to saying, listen, I'm leading, I'm not telling you to do it. He has to eat my shita. Well, no. Well, I'm eating not kosher. Right. Mm-hmm. You came in, you got to eat my thing. That, 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 that's, not, that's not the case. It's a very important difference between the way they want to abuse this, this uh, Mishnah to make it as if you have to compromise your, your standard. No. But by the way, it's, it's, it's a noble thing, nonetheless, that everybody should live together, and if everybody respects each other's uh, shitot, and at least, you know, says, okay, I'm Mahmoud, you're Mekela, this is my... That's, that's, that's beautiful also. I'm going to be Shalom and Paz. My ta'ama de bet shamai. Okay, what, what, we, to, we didn't see this yet. What's the reason why bet shamai is matir de tzarat erva? It's interesting, Dirashia. Dikhtib, this is the Pasuk by Yibum. Simple explanation is the Eshetamet cannot marry Ishzar until she gets Yibum or Halitza. Right? Now, what is this word Hutza? Just say, Loti Eshetamet Ishzar. Hutza, it sounds like that she's not related to the Abam. She's like Hitzona. She's uh, she's not related, as opposed to somebody that is close. She is far. She's a she's a hutza lady. She's not related to the yabam. So then, what does it say over here? Michlal diika penimit. If we're talking about the hutza lady that's not related to the yabam, must be in that marriage there was a penima lady that was married. Now, what's the case? Sarat, sarat erva. <laughs> you have an erva and a tzara. The erva is the penima, and the tzara is the. And what is the Basuk saying? That the Hutza cannot go and marry somebody till a Yibumu Halitza is made. That means what? You make Halitza or Yibumu with a Tzadat Erva? Mm-hmm. I'll say it again. I'll say it again. The Basuk says, Who's Eshetamet? Eshetamet is the, the lady of the Met. And which type of lady is she? She's a Hutza. She's, a she's outside, but she's standing in the cold. Now, Hutza means she is not related to this Yabam. Beautiful. That's the case we want, by the way. She's not related. She's a Hutza. So we're just saying, this Hutza, you cannot marry whoever you want. You got to make your boom. Beautiful. Now, that implies what? But the Pinimit. There's a Pinimit. If there's a Hutza, there must be a Pinimit. There's another girl here. She cannot. She can go to Izar. Because she's not, she cannot make your boom with this guy. Now, why? Because she must be an Erva. So you have a case of an erva and a tzara, who's not an erva. And the Torah is saying the tzara does yibum. So therefore from there you see what? Tzara erva me yibim. Unbelievable the proof. A betelel. Betelel says, who told you that chutza is talking about a girl that's not related? That's a, that's a dirash, by the way. I can learn chutza differently. U betelel mebe'el lelech d'rabi yudam. Amarab. Right. Guy comes in, a random guy comes to the Yabama. She didn't make uh, Yabum yet. He gave her a ring, two witnesses, everything. Uh, is it Kiddushin Tofsin? Why? So what's Lotihiyeh mean? Lotihiyeh sounds like Lashon Havaya. Havaya is Lashon of Kedushin. Lotihiyeh bahavaya lezar. 
very good. Read Rashi. Uh, do we have Rashi? She'en kiddushin tofshim b'yibama. B'yibama shelo harsa minayin imnit kadesha l'ashuk she'en kiddushin tofshim b'yibama. Right. Normally it's Haybe Lavin. Normally Haybe Lavin, we say Kiddushin is Toftin. Here we have a Gizrat Gatuv. Right. To who? To an outsider. That's the Chutz. Who's the Chutz over here? To an outsider, to a stranger. That if she accepts a Kiddushin from a Chutza guy, from a Islamic guy off the street. Already, huh? But it says each side. Why do you need a Chutza for that? In other words, according to Betilel, how is he fixing the word Chutza? You don't, you don't need the word Chutza. <laughs> Sounds a little, a little uh, redundant. But that's what it means over here. On that word itself. I hear your question. But bottom line, the chutza is referring to a kiddushin that was given to an outsider. Nothing to do with Sarat Irba, like Bet Shammai says. Given by an outsider. Exactly. Given by an outsider. Exactly. The an outsider. Doesn't say that. Chutza Ketiv. Chutza Ketiv sounds like? She's her. She's the Chutza. She's the Chutza, which means to the, not related to the, uh, 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 to, 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 to the Abam. So there's a Pinimit also. So there's a Pinimit also. So we have a, we have a, by the way, we have semantics over here, which means, how do you learn the word Chutza? So according to Beth El Shammai, he learns that what? That it's the Chutza as much as Chitzona, which means she's not related uh, to the Yabam. She's uh, strange. She's away. She's far from the Yabam. Hitsona. It's going on the Yabama. Hitsona. But he says, no, 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 no. learns it as if it says, Lachutz. She cannot marry a man on the outside. Lachutz. So how do you do that, by the way? So Betelel says, give me the rule. The Lamed rule. The Lamed hair rule. Betelel, keman dechtiv chutza, keman dechtiv lachutz. Because we have a rule. Damn that any word that needs a lamid in the beginning, So, but when the Torah will put a he at the end, that is as if it has a lamid in the beginning. For example, Good. What does elima mean? Le'elim. Machanaim, machanaima. Okay, I'm gonna give you every example we can give. And therefore, we'll give you another one. Hutza. What is Hutza? La Hutz. No, no, Hutza. Hutza, with the hair at the end, there's three words there's Hutz, La Hutz, and Hutza. Hutza and La Hutz are the same thing. So therefore, put it at the end. Now, you can, you can ask a question, always, which we're not going to discuss now. Why would the Torah put it at the end? There's a reason. There's definitely a reason why the Torah chooses sometimes to put the Lamed and sometimes to put the He. And, uh, uh, and as she loves to point it out. And as she loves to point it out. Exactly. Loves to point it out. Right. 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 
Okay, Obet Shamai, Terev Yudah Marav Minalehu. Bet Shamai, how does he know this rule? That what? That if it's a stranger makes Kiddushin on the Ibama, Kiddushin is not Tofes, because he learned Tachutza is going on that she is not related. But where do you learn Lachutz to a outside man? Mili'isar nafka. He learned it from the Isar. Oh, betilel nameti puklem Isar. Sound familiar? What is betilel going to do with the Isar? You're right. He learned it from the Isar. He learned some Isar that a stranger cannot come and give Kiddushin. If he does, in a tofes. Well, but now we're back to the question. What is the Chutza coming to teach me then? Beautiful. Which means that even if a lady only has Irusin, and then the guy dies, she falls to Yibum, that even though she is Chutza, she didn't make yet Nisuin, only Irusin. It's not in his house yet. Exactly. Arusa falls to Yibum. That's how he knows it. Oh, so how's Betelel Shammai going to know that? V'idach, Bet Shammai, Chutza HaChutza. From there. Okay, there's your answer, Joe. Everybody's right today. V'idach, Chutza, Chutza, Lo Mashmalehu. Not Rabbi Zerchezad, Go Rabbi Chutza, Chutza. Therefore, everything is squared off. Rabotai. Rabotai. Okay. Now the Gemara comes along and says, Rava Amar, a new reason. What's the reason why Tzarat Irvaz Asura? Till now we said why Tzarat Irvaz Asura is mutated according to Bete Shamai. Ha'chutza. Ha'chutza. The Ha'chutza is permissible and to make boom and the Irvaz uh, is known. The Pinimi is Asura. Now the Gibraltar gives a different reason. Why is it permissible to make boom with Tzarat Irvaz? Ha'vamar ta'amayu de Bet Shamai de'en... Isur hal al isur. Maze en isur hal al isur. Rashi. Razak, let me find it. Got it. En isur. En isur eshet a hal al bito shel ze etel abiha. Oh, let's go slow. This girl that was the daughter, she was already a Sudan from birth to her father, correct? Now, when she married her uncle, a new isur came on her. What's the new Isud that came on? Eshet Ah. Bet Shammai says, En Isud Alal Isud. That Eshet Ah, there's no room for the Eshet Ah to, to land on, on the bat. And therefore, once you're going to come and say that, it's like she doesn't exist as an Eshet Ah. She didn't fall at all. She's, not, she's not with the other She's not an Eshet Ah. And therefore, that Isud is not hard where Eshet Ah has been mutar the Yabem. She's not an Eshet Ah. And therefore, continue. But what, what is Ramya Liyibume? In Eshadah. <laughs> but if she doesn't become Eshadah, because already she's a bat, bat doesn't fall. Bat doesn't fall, so she, she, you don't exist. So it's not just Sarat, Sarat Irva. Sarat Irva means that you have an Irva that's falling, and therefore she, she can't make the Yibum. But, it, but it's not, there's a Yibum there. It's that she can't do it. But Shammai said there's no Yibum Mechlaus. Okay, so she doesn't exist. Yeah. 
Okay, the Gemara is going to ask some questions till we get to this truth that she just told us, which means that she gave you the maskana how to learn it, like we just said. But you're going to see from the, the Gemara, there was a half a minute to learn Navad differently. But she's saying, don't worry, you learned it right. At, at, at the end, it's going to be like you just said. Okay, then we'll, we'll see that right now. The Gemara comes along and says, Tina, Echa, Denasa, Met, Veharkach, Nasa hai lo ate isur achot isha vehail a isur eshet ah, which is I understand that you want to tell me in isur halal isur in the following case, which means let's say the brother that ultimately died, nasa met the guy got married his wife, so when he married his wife everything was fine, and then what vehargak nasa hai the living brother married her sister. Okay, so now we're ready. You have a case over here of the guy married Beheter first, and then the Isur came after. Because the Chai married the sister after. In this case over here, the Yibama is Asura uh, originally because of Eshet Ah. And now it's becoming Asur Mitamat Achot Ishto. I'll say it again. Tina Pecha Tenasamit. The Met married his wife. Before he died, obviously. Right. Okay. The guy means the future. Yeah, Would the high marry? The sister of the Mets. So now you have two brothers married two sisters. Okay. Okay? Now, in this case over here, the Yibama was Asura and the Yabam initially Mitam Eshet Ah. And then became Asum Mitam Achoto. Achoto. Right. So therefore, lo ate isur achot isha v'chayla isur eshet ach. Then we're going to say that the isur of achot will not call on the isur of eshet ach, and therefore she's not considered a sarat erva. Because I'm not going to say that the uh, 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 the isur because the isur was there already. There was an isur of eshet ach before. Achot ishto. No, achot ishto came after. Once the again, the Uven married the lady, the at that point over there, she's a surah ready to Shimon. She's a surah from the start. And now what? Now Shimon married her sister. Now you're adding another one. Now you want to say it's also a hot, hot ishto. And therefore, now what? The Uven died. So therefore, and the Uven has another wife. So I'm not going to say in that case over there that it's considered tsarat uh, erva. Because already uh, the first one was Asura, already Mita'am Eshet Ah. And then I'm not going to say that the Chotishto goes, goes on it. Read Rashi in that case. Right, and therefore she's considered like a, and therefore she's considered like a Nukhrit. Odd palm. Tina Pecha, Denasamet, Vaganasachai. So in this case over here, the Yabama was Asur on the Yabam initially because of Eshet Ah. So when he married the sister, Lo Ate Isura Hot Isha, Vehaila Isur Eshet Ah. And therefore, what? The Tsara is not considered a Tsarat Erva. Because why? Hot Isha is not going to go. And therefore, she's not considered Tsarat Erva. He can do Yibum on the Tsara. Ela Nasa Hai. But if the Hot Isha came first, meaning Nasa Hai. First, the Hagak Nasamet, and then the Met was Nasa. So already now, the Achot Isha was there 
first, and then Eshet Ach came after. So then Achot Isha Kadim. Achot Isha came first. Because already once Shimon married this girl, it was forbidden for the Uven to marry Achot Isha. So that already was there. And now when he married Achot Isha, now you added on what? Uh, what do you call it? You added on it uh, Eshet Ach. So in that case over there, I understand that even Bet Shammai should say what? She's Asura. Again, if you're learning Isur Halal Isur, so it depends which Isur was Hal first. So then you're going to make a difference between these two cases. So the Yabarah says, Kevan de lo ate. Now we explain the real explanation. If you're learning it like this, then you think which Isur comes first. Ultimately, the Yabarah says, I don't care which Isur came first. Bottom line, and Isud Halal Isud, and therefore it's not Shayach to, to put her in the picture at all. Kevan did Ate Isud Eshet Ach, the Haila Isud Achot Isha, have Yale Sarat Erba Shilob Bimkom Mitzvah Vesharia. So ultimately they're saying, since bottom line, this girl, no matter what order it happened, she now is the Eshet Ach with the Achot Isha. And since when you have Achot Isha, but whatever, whatever point, Ahot Isha does not fall to Yibum, because she is a Erva. So then this is a type of Eshet Ah does not fall to Yibum. So then once it does not fall to Yibum, she doesn't exist. And once she doesn't exist, that's not becomes permissible. So I don't care what the order is. I don't care what the order is at the end of the day. At the end of the day, we look at what is she, what is she now? <laughs> she has both? So since she's both, and therefore since the Erva does not allow, because what does the Torah allow Yibum? Torah allows Yibum in the case of Eshet Ah, but not in the case of a Chotisha. She's a Chotisha now. So when she's a Chotisha, it, 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 it takes away the uh, Eshet Ah, and therefore she can have a fault, therefore the Torah will be permissible. That's what comes out bottom line. Shetamoshil Rabbah miyashev et shitatam shel b'chamai gam benogeir l'mkesh shenasa hai with a Chotisha came first. Ve'akak nasamet. Me'ashi yibaman ne'esrat t'chila le'yibam b'isun a Chotisha. Exactly. Now, once already, even if you say that hot isha came first, so she's not considered a hot isha because any sur halal isur, and therefore she's not considered eshet ach that can fall to yibum. She's not eshet ach bechlal, and therefore she's not eshet ach bechlal. Only have a tzara, and therefore it's permissible. Okay, last point. Haltsu bet shamai poslim. Okay, what happens if let's say you made halitza uh, according to bet shamai on the tzara? Is that a legitimate halitza? Yes, because the tzara needs a halitza. So if you made halitza on the on the uh, on the uh, tzara, she's asura lekeuna. And bet says she's mutar because it's halitza with nothing. So Gemara says pshita. Well, it's Pashut, which means according to Bet Shemai, since the Tzara needs a Yibum, therefore the Halitza is a Halitza, and therefore it's Pashut, you're going to be Asura Al-Quran, but the opposite. No, the Apukim, the Rabbi Yohanan ben Nuri, the Amar, Bo'u netakeh lahem letzarot, shu cholzot velo mityabemot. He wanted to make a Takana, that whenever you have Tzarat Erva, that we should only make Halitza and not Yibum. And therefore what? We'll get it. We'll, we'll get around all the uh, all the issues, which means what? Which means after the tzarat erva will make halitza, 
shall be pesula even according to betelel. Why? Because it's a sara, he'll hold it's a halitza, midrabanan. I want you to it. Let's metaken that you need a halitza. I want you to metaken that you need a halitza. So you have a rabbinical halitza, even according to bet hillel. And therefore, we'll make them all asurot lekehuna. Which means he didn't accept Rabbi Yohanan's idea to just make a halitza rabbinically. I don't know why he would want to make it, but read Rashi. Peshita. Peshita, kevande lebet shamay zikukot liyabam. Peshita im chalsu pesulot. Ulebet hilel kevande patre lehum zikat yibum. Im chalsu keshirot kehuna delav halitzahi. Did Rabbi Yohanan kamam b'raita? So we're going to see Rabbi Yohanan and Daf Yudalad. Why would he make such a kana? If she doesn't need a halitza going to betelel, bovin it again for shuvah. But okay, there was a half a minute to make a takana like this. Kamashlam betelel said no takana. Therefore, the halitza that's being done is not rabbinically ordained, and therefore it's not a halitza bichlal. Therefore, kohanim agami permissible. Back to the gemara. Now, get ready to botai for some nice hashkaha pirati. Nitiabemu betelel poslim. Okay, it says what if you made yibum. So then it's what going to be pasul. Why is it going to be pasul? Because she's a zuna. Because she's not allowed to make it. So Gabriel says, Hatu lamali. Why is the Mishnah after Eda? Which means it's vadai. Um, I guess it's, it follows. I did the Tana Hatsu, Tana Naminitabemu. Okay. Uh, once we discuss the Halitza side, we get the other side also, even though it's self evident. Again, if you hold the Halitza, is not a Halitza. According to uh, 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 Betelel, that means the Yibum is not a Yibum. <laughs> Therefore, for sure, she can become a Zona. Right. So we have to say it for. You're right, ID. No, 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 and therefore, even Aliba de Betelel, the Halitza is rabbinical, and therefore should oser them to Kehuna. Kamash Malan, Betel did not accept this rabbinical enactment of Halitza, therefore the Halitza is worthless, therefore she's mutal Kehuna. Right. So, accept the Takana of Rabbi Hanan. Who was the Takana? I don't even know what the Takana was. I don't know what the Takana was. Why was he Why would Betel want to oser the ladies to Kehuna? He's not. What, so why would he want to? So why would he want to? Again, but they, no, but if you make a takana, now Betelel is going to agree to that takana, now it's rabbinical again. What do you mean? That's a new rabbinical takana that Betelel is going to subscribe to. And if he subscribes... No, if you say that he agrees to Yohanan, so you're back to Esud Rabbanan. Come here and accept it. Tanan Atam, we learned the Megillah Adav Bet. I have a question on this one, Ashia. She makes a point here. Okay. Betelel plus clean. What are you reading? Yes. If she's a bad Kohen, she goes back to her father's house. So she's not a Suda on a, an Isud Lav to eat Kehuna of her father's Only if she does a Isud of Karet. Going with the Yibam, going with the Tzara is a, is a Isud Lav. So uh, that's posilha from 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 yeah, Keuna, from marriage. It's a beilad znut. Uh, but it's not osera. Uh, she goes back right. to her father's house to itiruma. Only if she had a relationship with the Yisud Karet. That's all that she's saying over there. You heard this enough times. Be'achat asar, be'shnem asar, be'shloshah asar, be'arba asar, be'hamisha asar. 
לא פחות ולא יותר. אוקיי, זאת המגילה הזאת, read on, it's really incredible, all these days over here. And uh, this was actually the uh, subject of our Seudat Rashash. We talked about actually this point over here. Amar Ishtakish, the Buchanan, Ikri, Khan, Lotet Godedu. You have a problem over here of Lotet Godedu, Shilota, Asu, Agudot, Agudot. Everybody's doing it from Minhag. These guys are doing it on the 11th, these guys are doing it on the 12th, these guys are doing it on the 13th. Although we explained in the Seudat Rashash, the Adras by design. So the people won't think you're doing Batosif over here. So we're doing ma- many, many different days. So nobody thinks that this is a, you know, an additional rebi- Torah holiday. But nonetheless, the government is asking, why don't you have a problem of Lotet Godedu? Because really you're causing a, 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 a divisiveness in Klaise where everybody's doing something else on a different day. Hi, Lotet Godedu, Mebele Legufa. You're making, you know, Hadushe, Agudot, Agudot. Where's that from? The Pasuk doesn't say, Agudot, Agudot. The Pasuk says, Lo tetgodedu damar ha'wana, Lo ta'asu habura al-met. Okay, today we have the met. Rav Chaim Karyevsky. Although there will be a habit, I mean, that make such haburot, when you have such a sa'ar, Torah is coming to say, Ava pichen. Lo tetgodedu actually means, do not make a wound, do not make a habala on oneself. So where, where are you getting this concept of Agudot, Agudot? Which is singular. My titgodedu, it sounds like two different things. So it's coming to tell me that as well. Catch up in the sheep for a second. So Agudot, Agudot. נראה כנוהגים שתי תורות, כשקוראים כפרים את המגילה ביום כניסה, ועיירות גדולות בי"ד, ומוקפים חומה בט"ו. אם כן, לכתוב קרא לא תגודדו, זה משמע לשון גדידה. וחבורה. Again, the Pasuk has said, Lo tagodu, which would mean what? Do not make agudot. Mazel lo titgodidu, shmaminatarti. Okay, so it's coming to teach us both. Look at Ashi, imken. Imakulu. Imakulu lachihudata, shlo tasu agudot. So agudot is plural. So lo titgodidu, lo tasu agudot. Maybe it's not talking about habura bechlam. Imken achtob lo tagodu, medlo kitib tagodu, lashon aguda. Tagodu is lashon aguda. So the fact that it says, so therefore, it's coming to teach me both items. Okay, beautiful. So Yabara says, So what do you see over here? We had a minhag. An Erev Pesach, before Hatzot. After Hatzot, there's no question, you can't do Melacha. But before Hatzot, it was Teluy on Minhag. If you Minhag is to do Melacha on Erev Pesach, Bravo. If you Melacha is not, not. And what do you see over here? Lotet Godedu. So why didn't you ask Lotet Godedu Legabe Erev Pesach? Which means they're already the same day. It's a better question, maybe. By 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 um, by Purim. Okay, it's different days. Here, yeah, Mamash on the same day. Yeah, they have the people working and they have the people not working. So therefore, the why did you ask from that? 
רש"י, לא שנית. Oh, so I guess, which means you could have answered. Which means, uh, who asked this question over here? Let's go back. He quoted the Mishnah, and then he said, right, the Yohanan Shlakish have a big discussion. What is this talking about? Right, is the one that asked, He was the one that asked for Masikat Megillah and Lotet Gudu to Rabbi Yohanan. So the Gabara says, okay, why Amar Le Rishlakish? Rishlakish says, Ad Kan No Shanita, which means, why didn't you answer me back from what? When I asked you the question from Masikat Megillah, I slotted Godedu. You should have told me back. Here, we have a Mishnah Pesachim that says it's okay. We have a Mishnah Pesachim. That says it's okay. Right. So Shagish has asked the question to Rabbi Yohanan. Why isn't it Lotet Godedu? Rabbi Yohanan didn't answer. So Shagish says, why didn't you bring me the Mishnah Pesachim that says you have two Minhagim and it's okay? So you see that it's not a problem. So he says... So Rabbi Yohanan says, Amina lach ana isura. Which means, I'm telling you a deen over here, legabe isur. The Amar of Shaman bar Abamar of Yohanan, lekayem et yeme hapurim bezmanehem. And what do we learn from this pasuk that says you have to keep the days of purim in their times? Zemanim harbe tiknu lahem hakamim. The hakamim obviously established many days. That you could read the Megillah. It's my name. And you're coming along to answer me that what? Minhag? Uh, which means my Isur of Lotet Godedu that I'm telling you is only no real things. Not Minhagim. Basically, back to the question. Back to the question. Why isn't Mikra Megillah a problem of Lotet Godedu? And don't answer me that, oh, it's not a problem. Because you see, by Pesach, the minhag of working at Pesach was different and nobody cared. No, I'm asking you a question. That means you're not allowed to read the Megillah on a different day. That's already two Torah. You have one, one, one Torah says you read it this day, one Torah says you read it the other day. That's a big question. Read that she. Amin Allah. Right, a suit for the 14th guys to eat on the 13th and so on. That's what I'm saying. Everybody says you can work on Erev Pesach before Hatzot. No, no two Torahs. It's Menag. Right. The Gemara comes along and answers. Which means, even on Asiyat Melacha before Pesach, it's not Isud, but Tenan, Halayla, I mean the Layla before Pesach, the night before, I mean the night of Bidikat Hametz, Bet Shemai Osrim, Bet Tilel Matirim. So it is Asud. Bet Shemai says Asud, but Asiyat Melacha, and Bet Tilel says Mutar. And it's only Ibn Hag. And they're using the Son of what? Isud and Mutar. And therefore we have no problem of what to do over there. Rashi. Vata Misura Leka, Vaketani. 
רבותיי, what are we worried about? We don't want the optics to look like there's two Torahs over here. Okay, now you have some people on Ere Pesa are working. Okay, because they have the Minhag to work. Now you have some people that have the Minhag not to work. So what are they doing? They're just sitting on the bench. Now, what's going to happen when a guy walks by? You know what he's going to say? He doesn't have a job. It, 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 there, the optics will not lend to say, oh, there's two Torahs. How come he's not going to work? He's going to wait. Take a day off, maybe. What do I know? Take a day off. <laughs> So they will, but when you have Megillah, where these guys are reading on this day, and these guys are reading on that day, and they tell you, I can't read on the other day, they're ready, it's uh, Agudot, Agudot. Ah, so therefore you could have asked me from there, Lord, what they do. I mean, and I have every case is Mahlokan over here. You have two Torot over here. Bet Shammai's Matir, Bet Shammai's Oset. Why don't you ask me from there? That's also not what they do. I mean, that's from every Mahlokan in Shas then. Purim is different. Why is Purim different? Purim, you have two Torot. It's not a Mahlokan. No, what I'm saying, Purim is not a Mahlokan. That's all it is. What I says, Misa Bart Asu Bet Shammai Kid Devrahim. You want a better answer. Wow. Who said Bichamai followed their, uh, their law? They accepted Bichamai on them. Wow. They accepted. So that's a different way of marriage. Which means they accepted it. Bichamai says, we hold like this, but uh, we're not the majority, whatever. Well, we are the majority, but the Bichamai's uh, whatever. Majority is majority. Therefore, we accept it. That's she. Uh, but, well, no. So therefore, at this point over here, the Gemara says, let's just, let's just review that at this point. So we started with a new sugya of Lotit Godedu. No subject, nothing to do with anything. Gemara Gemara's Gemara Megillah. Five days of reading Megillah. The Gemara asked, who asked? The Shlakish? Yes. Shlakish asked the Yohanan, hey, what about Lotit Godedu? Okay, and uh, then we digress for a second to show you that there's any of lot that go to do. Lot asu agudot agudot. Therefore, there's a problem. So that's a problem. Right? It's a problem. Good. So then the Gemara comes along and says, You're asking me from, uh, from I'm asking you from Megillah. So what? So you could have answered that what? You see, by, by, by Pesach, it's not a problem. Maybe Yohanan could have answered it. Right, Maybe Yohanan could have told the Shlaki. No, he does, no? Oh, 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 he said, he says, so he says, he says you ask me a question, I'll bring you Pesach. Pesach, we do it, you see we do it. We see we do it, if we don't have a problem. And therefore what? Ere Pesach, some people work, some people don't work. So the Shlakish comes back and says, what are you talking about? I'm asking you a question from Isud. You're bringing from Menag? Which means... Minadin, it's mutat to work at a Pesach. I mean, ah, okay, not a suit. But shaken here, the Kayem, it came up, put him up, it's my name. It's my name. So he comes along and says, What are you talking about? Even Minag is a suit. The bitch of my was saying, Betelel Matir. So no, no, no. I know there's no good goods over there. Because even the guy who's not working, it doesn't look like he's separating from the Sibur. It's just like he's out of a job. But shaken by Megillah, you have an issue. Oh, so the Gemara comes along and says, wait, so why didn't he answer from our case, our case in the first Mishnah? Or the second Mishnah. So therefore, Agudot, Agudot. 
You have half the congregation marrying uh, these girls, the congregation saying he's not allowed. It looks like two torot. And the answer to that is going to be no, because you don't know what happened. But Shemai ultimately didn't follow their opinion. But the Mishnah says they married each other. It sounds like they married each other, even though they didn't follow. Let's 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 Rabbi Yohanan is asking from our Mishnah. Which means, don't answer me that it's not a question from our Mishnah. It's the same question from our Mishnah. It goes, Asu ve'asu. Now, what's the mahluk? Bifnukta, derav, u'shmuel. Derav, amar, lo asu b'chamai k'divrehem, u'shmuel, amar, asu ve'asu. Emat, now, what is this over here? Which is, what, what, what this mahluk that they had, whether b'chamai, Retracted or not, at what point in history were they talking about? Ilima kodem bat kol, lo asu. If it was before the bat kol came out, there's a famous bat kol to that said what? The bat kol came along, so if it was before the bat kol, why should Shammai retract? Now, the ela lehar bat kol. So if it's after the bat kol, asu. Why would Shammai not retract? <laughs> if it's before, let me stick his ground. And if it's after, everybody should agree. Why is there a malogin? I can learn both. It was either before or after. How? And Betelel was what? The majority. Uh, you have to follow it off. And therefore, lo asu, but Shemai retracted. Umad amar asu, ki azina batarubah hechad dechi hadad idinu. Hagam bet Shemai, mahadadet tefeh. Bet Shemai held, I don't got to follow the rov in this case over here, because why? Mahadadet tefeh. Which means there's a quantitative rov, there's a qualitative rov. Betelil was a quantitative love, but Bet Shammai was considered a qualitative love because they were Mahadadet Tefeh. So they held, we're considered the Rov, the Rov in brains. The Rov brain power is from us. And they were your Rov people. And therefore the Batko did not, and Kandir Eh, what the Batko was trying to be Machriya was what? That uh, you take a qualitative over a, uh, a quantitative over a qualitative. Bet Shammai will say, you want to answer me? Uh, you, want, you want to give me now psak and how to rule? I make the rulings on that. What do I take? So therefore, we can learn that both cases were about after the bat call. And then the question is, why they didn't retract after the bat call? Because they felt that they were a qualitative rov. Okay. So, so that, the first answer is what? I'm sorry. The first answer is called them bat call. So before there's a bat call, it's very simple. One opinion says, therefore they retracted. And the other opinion says, Betchamai knew that they was the but they felt that they were the rov because that's called them bat call. After bat call, what's the ma'alokit? Bat call came out and said, we don't pay attention to a bad call. So then we don't get what the bad call says. That's the Yoshua and Perikazab, like we saw. 
Uman the Amar Asu. Back to the question. And now that we're going to say Asu, that Bichamai did follow their opinion, even after the bat call, Karinan Khan, not it go to do, not as I would not do. What do you do with that good problem? So the Gemara says, Amar Abaye, Ki Amrina, not it go to do, Kegon, Ste Bate Dinim be in a hut. You have two batedinim in the same city. Halalu morim kedavre shamai. Halalu morim kedavre betelel. Two batedinim in the same city that are following two different opinions. That's not going to do. About shte badim shte ayarot let lamba. And therefore, bet shemem they were considered two different cities. And therefore, no, not going to do. Amal leraba va bet shamai u betelel kishte batedim beira hadami. Why? Because Kanere, they were together, which means even though, because uh, we saw in the Mishnah, I guess, that what they married each other. So it sounds like they were in the same, they were in the same city. Right. Right, but the fact that it says they married each other, it sounds like they were in the same city. And still you said, uh, they had two opinions. Wow, the same Bedin has uh, two opinions. The Bedin is split. That's, that's the conclusion. So if you, as long as you have a separate court, so by the way, that's what we have today. You have Ashkenazim Sveradim. You go to the Sveradim court, he rules like Maran. You go to Ashkenazim court, he rules like Rama. Don't go to do. Each one. But if you have the same Bedin that waffles, after Bedin sometimes go like this, like that, that's already Shtebatim in the same. That's going to be a problem. Okay. How's that? How's that? What is going to do? Sounds like 